0: Welcome to the CFN Podcast. Oh man, I love that intro so much. I want to thank Josh real quick. I always love hearing that. But anyway... Welcome to the podcast, guys. This is the CFN podcast. I am your host, CJ Campbell. Um, before I say anything, really, I first want to almost apologize because I haven't been consistent with the podcast. I haven't been consistent with um, posting and stuff. I've had a lot of stuff going on. I've recently joined the SRU hockey team. Um, recently named the strength coach for Fox Chapel High School. A lot of behind the scenes stuff that I've had to take care of. So. It's good to be back on the mic with you guys. If you are watching on Facebook right now and if you are listening on any of the platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, I wanna thank you guys so much. It means the world. Thank you for sticking with me and just uh, taking your time to listen. So it it truly does mean a lot. So let's get to the topic. Um, The topic for today is, it's pretty long. Uh, I'll find a way to dim it down to publish it once I do. But basically, I'm gonna talk about Why exercise ingenuity or you know, being creative or uh, creating variations aren't really that good and they aren't really that beneficial depending on where you're at, not just in life or in the weight room, but um, it depends on a lot of factors. So I'm going to kind of go into that today and that's what we're going to kind of talk about. So if you're one of those people that uh, do use a lot of variation and not much you know, execution basics you need to learn right out of the gate when you go to the weight room or whatever. Um, it's extremely important. That's a big factor you're missing. Now, it's very different for CrossFit because you guys do different stuff all the time. But CrossFit also has basic movements and basic exercises that they usually teach you. Um, so everyone can kind of benefit from this. So the first subcategory category I have, sorry, um, is what are the basics like cj what the hell are you talking about when you say everyone needs to do the basics um (laughs) and what i have written down here the basic is any routine or any exercise that you know kind of first pops into your mind when you think of hey i want to start lifting weights or hey i want to start doing that it's those first couple things that you always uh go to and that can be for any body part, basically. But a lot of the time when people say the basics, they mean compound movements. And compound movements are generally only associated with powerlifting. It's the squat, bench, and dead deadlift, right? Uh, and you can do those. You don't have to be a powerlifter to do those at all. Uh, and that's kind of the basic way to start developing strength, start developing hypertrophy for any new lifter any new athlete anybody honestly Um, because those are you know i forgot to explain what a compound movement is Uh, it's basically anything that uses more than one muscle group or basically a full body exercise and a lot of muscle groups can benefit from it so that's why we usually tend to go to those uh, right out of the gate or you know rehabbing from an injury We don't usually go straight back to those since they all involve barbells, but um, it's a good place to start. Let's just say that it's a good starting point. Uh, I also have here, you know, with the split body part routines, uh, just a quick example. If you're doing, let's say, a chest and triceps workout or back and bys, or let's just say you're doing a strict shoulder workout, like shoulders, that's it. Um, A lot of the time... When people go to those workouts, they'll search Google, they'll search bodybuilding.com, whatever, and that's okay, Uh, but most of the sites are going to give you the same exercises. Why? Because those are the basics. And for example, I'm going to give for a shoulder workout is a military press um, can be done with a barbell or dumbbells, it can be seated, it can be standing, you know, whatever. But the important thing is you're aiming to hit the shoulders, right? And um, that's your mission as soon as you start that exercise. And if you're not feeling those muscles being worked, well, then obviously, you know, you're wasting your time. Almost. I, to be completely honest, you're just wasting your time and you're wasting your energy. Um, and that leads into the next category. category I have is why are the basics even important? You know, why can't I start off doing crazy-ass variations that I see on Instagram instead of just starting with the bare minimum and starting very slow, and building up to that. And uh, like I said, it's, it's a beginning way to build strength. Um, and it's that first time your body really learns how to make that mind-muscle connection. Uh, or it's also called muscle awareness too. Other people call it different things, but uh, mind-muscle connection is usually the most popular. Now, it's pretty self-explanatory. So if I'm doing a military press or a shoulder press, whatever you want to call it, the aim is to hit the front delt, right? To hit the front delt, military press usually hits all three heads because um, the heavy resistance and stuff like that usually hits different muscles. But if you're doing a seated dumbbell shoulder press, your aim is to hit the front delts, right? And you want to build strength through the shoulders. So your mind has to think that before you even start the exercise. And I can't tell you guys how important just a general knowledge of anatomy is when you guys go to the weight room and do these basic exercises. Because if you're not making that connection from your mind to your shoulder, and trust me, this is a real thing, like I'm not bullshitting you guys at all, like it at all. It's a real thing, you can look it up. Um, if your mind and those nerves are making the connection that okay, I need to initiate my shoulder to get this weight up, or it's going to come crashing down, and I'm going to hurt myself. If you don't make that connection, then you're wasting your time. So When a lot of people go in, um, I see it all the time. People go in and do these exercises and they just, they go right through it and they don't actually take the time to move through the exercise. They don't actually uh, focus on what they're doing. They just want to get the reps done. They just want to do that three sets of 10. And yeah, that's okay. Um, If you're a new lifter, you might benefit from that, but over time, Again, you're just going to waste your time because you're not developing that mind muscle connection through the basic exercises. Um, And my next point is it's a foundation for everything you do. So when you guys, I'm sure some of you, when you started lifting, when you were either uh, teenagers, you know, maybe in your twenties, you kind of benefited from anything you did because your body, first of all, wasn't used to it. So now your muscles have to react. Uh, You break down that tissue and you start rebuilding muscle that's just what happens that's it's you know whatever Um, but you need to build a foundation and usually those foundations are always built on the basics and I can tell you guys that I follow strength and conditioning coaches and personal trainers real ones not just Instagram models and Instagram bodybuilders I follow the actual coaches and they've put in decades and decades of work into the fitness industry and guess what they're still trying to master the squat master the deadlift, master all these lifts that have been around for a long time, but they need to figure out what's best for them. And not everyone is going to be the same. And I can get into all that. But uh, the way I do a squat is going to be different from how some of you do a squat. Because one, I've had my injuries, I have my own anatomy. And that's just how it goes. You got to find what works for you. And that's where the variations come in. And they can actually Be beneficial um, depending on how your body is, depending on injury, depending on if you need physical therapy. Uh, And there's so many factors, and that's when variations are good. And that's, I'll get into that, but we're still on um, why the basics are important. So we need to build that foundation, okay? You can't build a house if you build the roof first and not the first floor, right? You know, you need to build that foundation uh, before you can build the roof. So that's where everyone starts. That's where everyone. Uh, should always be right from the get-go and build up from there. So again, I have here for athletes, it's also a main focus for training programs building upon basic movements. And as a strength coach, I can tell you guys that when you coach a kid that's um, anywhere from 8 years old to about 18, most of the time they have no lifting experience. So they shouldn't even really touch weight until they get those basic techniques down. I've, I've coached kids before that couldn't even do an air squat, or they couldn't even do push-ups or pull-ups, let alone wanting to get under the bar and do a bench press for a four-rep max, or something crazy like that. I've had those issues pop up. And as a coach, that's your responsibility, and that's another topic. But um, speaking about just the basics, you know, making that clear to someone can literally change the way they look at training and it can actually save them because that way they won't hurt their self, hurt themselves sorry um, so for athletes especially kids I think it's extremely extremely important to always make them squat to always uh, make them deadlift not as much bench I don't really believe in benching that much uh, for athletes depending on the sport so um, I usually keep that to a minimum but my job as a trainer and a coach is to assess you know the athlete or the client so if someone can't even move properly or do a squat properly without any weight you know they're not doing anything different at the moment like they need to learn first so that's where as the coach variations are actually pretty good and ingenuity and having that toolbox in your head is actually very good um, but other than that when it comes to actual training people need to be taught the basics first and learn how to move and learn how to uh react to their body and learn how you know to get comfortable um moving in those directions moving in those planes uh so that's that's a huge huge part of long-term success in the weight room so my next point is here's where it gets fun this is going to be kind of a rant um this is where things get carried away with you know adding variations and being creative let's say in quotation marks. Um, and I have here, variations are great for assessment or rehab, but they are not necessary. Now, before you guys put your walls up, okay, let me just say, variations are great, like I said, for assessing an athlete. Um, If you're in physical therapy, I'm sure some of you guys have been there before. I sure as hell have. (laughs) But when we go to physical therapy, what do they do? They tell us to do mostly body weight stuff or using resistance bands or something to um, simulate different lifts. So for a row, maybe if you have a shoulder or back injury, they'll have you do rows, but they'll have you use a resistance band. Does that make sense? So, um, Or for example, they might have you do a squat on a BOSU ball or have you balance this way or you know do something with your rotator cuff that would simulate a shoulder press or... Um, A lateral raise or something like that. Why? Because they need to assess what you can do and what your body can do. So if your body is not ready to move in those planes of motion, there is no reason why you should be going back to the weight room and doing those same things um, if that's how you got hurt or if you're not ready for it yet, if that makes sense. So um, like I said, they are good, but they are not necessary guys. There are people out there with so much more years in this industry than me. And they're still trying to work with people and work with clients to not master the basics, because the basics can really never be mastered. You just need to find what fits for you. And that's our job as coaches and trainers. And that's the fun part. And that's where you get to work with people, you get to learn about their bodies, you get to learn how they move, you get to learn about their past. That's the fun part. Um, And it usually starts with the basics, because the basics reveal so much all right they kind of call you out when it comes to weightlifting (laughs) that's seriously the easiest way to put it um moving through planes of motion and doing air squats and doing basic push-ups and uh, doing simple scapular retractions and um, all kinds of stuff like that those are very easy ways to call bs on you know your body your instagram posts um, <laughs> I'll get into that it, it kind of breaks all that down for coaches like me and it's fun so that's where everyone gets benefited because you get to learn not about yourself but what you can do um, the next thing I have here is ego lifting we all do it I've done it if you're listening right now you've probably done it uh, with your friends or on your own now this is the biggest pet peeve I have I hate when I see um, people in the gym either my age or younger or older sometimes, and they want to do a new variation of an exercise just because you can do three sets of 10. Just because you can do three sets of 10 doesn't mean you have not mastered that exercise, but you have not created a stimulus that can be changed over time. And that comes with tempos, uh, rep ranges, volume, intensity, you know, all that stuff comes into play but people either do not have the patience for it or their ego is too big and they're saying, all right, well, I got three sets of 10, so that exercise is too easy. That's bullshit, dude. Like, it seriously is. Um, And there's so much more uh, room to work with when you add in those factors that I just said, and you just throw your ego away and say, all right, maybe I wanna go down a little bit in weight on a bench press so I can get more reps. That way, when I start adding weight, it won't feel as heavy. I could get more, you know, reps with that. And so many factors come into play, guys. Um, and I think tempos is actually one of the biggest, biggest factors that can help someone the most, whether you're an athlete or not. Um, there's isometric isometric training, concentric, eccentric training. Um, and that can be a different podcast. But those are just some of the biggest things that you can do to either break plateaus or, uh, you know, kind of, stress more development through that exercise and guess what guess what we're doing guys we're doing the basics we're just adding different tempos rep ranges volume to it we're not changing anything we're just making it harder so that's what we need to do um and the last so if that makes sense you know ego lifting we all do it take the time to really break down the exercise for your body seriously break down the exercise do what's best for you and in the end that's what's going to help the most. Because now you have set yourself up for long term. You know, some people think short term and, you know, okay, I want to bench 225 and then after I bench 225, I'm done. All right, that's kind of bullshit. Like you can do so much more with maybe 185 to build yourself up to 225 so you can do 225 for longer because it'll be easier because now your muscles are more developed. You've learned the movement patterns of your own body. um, And that takes research too. And it takes a little bit of... Uh, learning your own anatomy and learning anatomy guys just if you if you aren't in school or you've taken it before learning basic anatomy and the way muscle fibers run in your body if you can learn to manipulate exercises so it hits those muscle fibers in the planes that they're in and kind of work them in the in the way they run down your body and through your body and stuff it's only going to help you in the long term because when you do variations when you do have that ego and you do those variations with um, different exercises, well then, first of all, you lose the mind-muscle connection, and then second of all, you just look stupid because now people are wondering what you're even trying to accomplish in that exercise. So just learn, learn your body, learn how you can do the basic movements um, better, and that'll set you up for long-term because it'll never get boring. Uh, so the next one I have here is Again, lack of education and patience that kind of goes in the ego, but some people literally don't want to take the time to research. Okay. Maybe I should do this during bench press or what's the correct way to bench press. Some people don't know you when you're doing a chest press, anything dumbbells, incline, dumbbell, incline, barbell, anything you need to retract your scapula and pinch your shoulder blades because you're literally bracing for that weight coming down on your chest. Does that make sense? So, if, if you're coming down and your back and your uh, rear delts and your traps are too weak to brace that weight, you're never going to go further in benching because guess what? You're not going to be able to push it back up, man. <laughs> um, so, if that makes sense to you guys, you, know, you need to learn basic ways to help yourself. So, do, do the extra work, do the research, get the education. Um, Just take the time everyone's on their phones and laptops anyway. So why not take the five minutes, you know to learn uh, a new way of deadlifting or what I could do better for deadlifting and you could also record yourself too. What happened to that you can record yourself Manipulate what points you need to uh, get better at do some research and then guess what from there You can build on it You can learn your body in a new way and that's only going to benefit you in the long run honestly, so that's the lack of education and patience some people have again they just want to do the three sets of 10 or uh the the five sets of five and they think that's it they think you know they're strong or um they're improving but in the long term they're really not so uh the last point I have here is you know where things get carried away is obviously social media and I'm not going to touch on it because I bitch about social media all the time and how bad it is but um I follow people that do post a lot of variations for different exercises, and yes, I think they're good. But for example, I saw someone the other day post on Instagram, them doing front shoulder raises with dumbbells while standing on a BOSU ball, and they called it more core control through the movement. Okay, I'm not I'm not going to rant on this podcast, but I mean, it'd probably be enjoyable for you guys because you want to see me pissed off. But uh, the thing is, what do you, what's your goal? Is your goal to do the front raises and try to stimulate your front delt? Or is the goal to uh, balance and work on coordination and you know work on some core strength? That's the goal, that's fine, but you either need to pick one or the other because now, first of all, you look stupid. And second of all, uh, you're not stimulating the right muscles. Why? Because let's go back to that mind-muscle connection. Where's your mind going? Where's it putting all the focus? Is it putting the focus on the front raise? Or is it putting the focus on trying to stand up straight on a BOSU ball um, and not losing your balance and falling off? Guess what? If you start falling off and those dumbbells come down, you can get hurt, man. Uh, So, guys, just... (laughs) That's the other thing. Like, Take everything you see on Instagram with a grain of salt because although some variations are good for some exercises, and yes... Do I think you should switch up your exercises every now and then? Yes, I think you should. I think that's beneficial. I think it's a good way to switch plateaus up and break them, but sometimes it's just plain stupid. Why? Because you don't know how to do the basics right yet to a point where you can move on. Is it good to challenge your body? By far, yes, okay? But I can speak for this, and maybe some of you guys listening or watching right now can speak for this. When you go to the gym with your friends, and you guys do dumbbell bench, and you guys start having a little competition and going up and waiting, and then the next day you're real sore and, oh, I haven't felt this way for a long time. Guess what, man? You just did a basic chest-pressed exercise, but you just changed up the rep ranges, you added the intensity from being with your friends yelling at you or doing whatever the hell you're doing, or maybe you're just, if you're a girl and you're just lifting with some of your girlfriends, um, maybe you guys kind of get in a little competition or maybe you try something different. It's good but guess what you're still doing the basics you're not doing anything crazy um you're just adding in those factors that i talked about earlier that's the fun part so guys just take everything you see on instagram with a grain of salt girls when you see those booty workouts that all these gym shark people post which is just stupid um take it with a grain of salt because i'm going to tell you guys one thing one of the most beneficial Uh, booty builder exercises, let's say, (laughs) that sounds so cheesy, Um, is actually high foot placement on a leg press coming down and obviously pushing back up when you guys are on the leg press. Most people don't know that because all they see is the Gymshark booty builder exercises and these girls doing insanely stupid variations um, of stuff that just doesn't make sense. You could just be doing the simple things with different foot placement on a leg press. That's where the education and patience comes in, guys. Take the time. You know, take the time and just learn. Educate yourself, okay? Uh, so that's the last thing I'm going to say about the whole social media thing. Now, the very last thing I'm going to touch on, um, I know that this is getting a little long, but I want to end with how you guys can fix all of this. You know, you may be confused. You may say, oh, well, CJ, should I do a variation for this or that? Ask me. Of you guys can get a hold of me whether you're watching this or you're listening to this right now you know Instagram Snapchat text me if you have my number or anything but please ask never be afraid to ask so um first one I have here I've been talking about it the whole damn podcast tempos rep ranges volume intensity I do all of that stuff for my athletes all of it we do not switch a lot of stuff maybe I change out one exercise or two between phases or um different stuff that we do in the weight room but not much changes and they can tell you that but i change the ranges change the tempos i change you know the intensity and when you have music blaring and you got your buddies all around you lifting and you have me yelling in your face yeah that kind of adds a little bit of intensity um so that's always uh, a good way you can fix you know doing these variations and the second one i think most people should listen to is how hard are you actually working when you go into the gym How hard are you actually working by yourself, in your zone, focused on what you're doing? Because I can tell you 80% of the people either younger than me or my age, or maybe even older, everyone just sits on their phones or they go find someone to talk to. Or again, all they do is look at the reps instead of looking at the work ethic and they say, all right, three sets of 10 is okay. Four sets of 12 is okay. Well, you're getting three sets of 12 easily. Why don't you just go up and wait? again, your ego comes into it. And you think that once you hit a certain rep range and a certain set range, you're done. It's too easy. And that's where you're wrong. That's where you are wrong. So guys, just buckle down and just make it intense for yourself. You actually need to work hard. Don't always listen to the rep ranges. Don't always listen to the sets. If you can go more, go more. If you can do more reps, do more reps. Guess what? Go higher and wait, see how many reps you can do that day. Right start recording start paying attention to your own body and start actually taking a step back and thinking okay Am I actually working this hard in the gym or am I just going to kind of look pretty and go through the motions? Guess what? Some of you listening or watching right now I've seen in the gym or you know, whatever I've seen at school. Some of you guys do that, right? So call yourself out on your own BS actually put in the work. Okay Put in the work on the basics. If that makes sense. So Next one I have, you can never actually master the basics. You can't, okay? You can work on them for the rest of your life. But again, there are people that I follow and that I have talked to that have spent so much time on these basic exercises for any body part that it just becomes more and more fun trying to figure it out in different ways. You don't need to add variation all the time. You really don't. Uh, But as trainers and coaches, and even you just going to the gym and working out, find a way to stimulate those muscles that you're trying to hit. Seriously, just find a way. It's not that hard, but it takes time. It takes patience, like I said earlier. So you can never really actually master the basics. You just can't. You can build upon them. You can learn more about them. But they will always be there. And they will always be a great place to turn to and focus on um, whenever you want, basically. So the next point I have here is develop mind muscle connection. It takes time, guys. I haven't developed it yet fully. Um, there's guys that I know that are in their 40s and 30s that haven't developed it yet. Well, they have, but um, they're still learning because your body's continually change. And that also is different with injury. It's different with uh, physical therapy, rehabbing when you come back to the gym. You know, if you hurt your shoulder and you're doing shoulder presses again, Okay, maybe your shoulder isn't really getting as much stimulus as it did a year ago before you had rotator cuff surgery. Now you got to find ways to get around it. And that's where variations are good. So the last point I have here is uh, ditch the creative exercises. Like I said, guys, doing a front raise or a bicep curl on a BOSU ball, you just look stupid. You just look dumb because now you have no execution in that movement. You don't you don't have anything there. You don't have anything to focus on because your body's trying to focus on 20 different things at once. Just stop. (laughs) Save yourself the time. Stop trying to act cool and just do the basics right. Do the basics right, please. Um, And, you know, one more thing I have here is do some research anatomy research learn how your bicep moves learn where it it's inserted at and where it originates at and learn that you know it it flexes the elbow okay if you guys learn that stuff uh then you can start focusing on those movements that do actually execute uh the movement that the muscle is supposed to make when you do that guess what your muscle is going to get more stimulus your muscles are going to get bigger depending on your nutrition and recovery um but just simple things like that can make all the difference and that's without all of these crazy exercises that you guys see on social media on youtube all this stuff that these famous youtubers do just keep it simple man keep it simple honestly uh so that's basically it If you guys have any questions, if you want to debate anything with me, I am fully with it. I'm an open book. I will have a professional conversation with you um, about this stuff. If you have any questions about variations um, of different exercises, if you don't really know what to do, please get a hold of me. Send me a message on Instagram. Um, Email me cjcampbell98 at gmail.com. Guys, it's always fun being on the mic, um, actually giving out information like this because I think it saves a lot of people from doing the wrong thing or maybe it just reassures your point for yourself. Um, So take the time, get to know your body, get to know yourself in the weight room. And uh, I will see you guys on the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you are right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, everyone on Facebook, thank you so much for watching. Um, It means the world. And uh, have a good one, guys, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you.